Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision making. I'm here with Peter Coghill and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights, and this week we're discussing having fun on our summer holidays. Nick, did you have fun on your summer holiday? Yeah. So I, um, but but this is the thing that I was, uh, while I was there, I was sort of conscious of where was there. Oh, France and Yorkshire, and actually a little bit in Northumbria as well. Um, And I, I guess now I'm 41 and I've got small children, and they, um, you know, they clearly have fun. They go out, they jump around in the pool for an hour, and they're having fun. And I, um, sort of reflective enough to sit there and go. Am I having fun? And, and the things that I actually seem to have fun uh, doing on holiday are not things that I'm necessarily planning to do. And then things that where you're consciously trying to have fun or you're in a place which is designed to provide you with fun, I often find quite depressing. So, for example, I, near where we were staying in France, there was a lake. And in the lake, you can pay like eight euros each to go and basically spend an hour jumping around on these kind of waterborne inflatable things, uh, you know, like slides and, and um, you know, things. Things you clamber over like an assault course type thing and you know you put on a vest and you go in and you and you climb on the things and you fall into the water and you've got your allotted hour and then you come out and of course it's full of lots of uh, you know good-looking French teenagers jumping around and being kind of annoying my kids loved it right they had a great time I was sitting there going when is this going to end like this is I, well, I'm why not... didn't you like it well that's I think what we want to talk about is organized fun a bit and too, bit too physical, maybe. The, the physicality didn't bother me that much. I still, I can climb up a Was thing. It this... I can go down a slide. It's, I, I think there are a number of things that feel like they're impinging on me. For example, the lack of freedom, the inability to be able to say, well, I'm getting out now for 10 minutes. Um, you know, the fact that I've, the fact that I've got sort of on a timer, the fact that I've paid to be there, um, the a kind of expectation that you'll, that you'll get, kind of go round in a certain direction and, you know, sitting there thinking, well, now what do I do? Do I go down the slide again? It was just all, I, you know, kind of a, a bit of a misery for me. So, um, yeah. Um, that's that's it really so the question is organized fun does it ever work what what is fun and you know can we can we ever try to have fun and if we do are we doomed to fail (laughs) (laughs) you just sound like a grumpy old gear yeah i I think that's happened uh well i I do want to come to you peter but i just want to come back to nick briefly is well what is fun for you well like i think i kind of know when i have fun and it's and it is when i'm engaged in uh, an activity which is um y- you know stimulating and where there's a sense of joy and excitement bit of you know bit of risk board games for example a, a classic example i was going to say masturbating above a pit of snakes or something i don't know yeah that would i mean that i would that would be fun actually it'd be interesting but um but the thing is that the for me it's the it is a key part of it is not being oriented by a desire to have fun but being an uh, being oriented by a desire to do a certain thing um and then you have the fun but if you go right let's go and have some fun yeah it's like new year's eve syndrome right it's that kind of thing uh peter weigh in in whichever way you want so yeah so i think long and short of it nick didn't have fun on this water park thing because he doesn't like water parks but lots of the french teenagers who were obviously are very annoying they were stimulated in a way that they enjoyed so they they were 
So there's plenty of stimulation there. It's probably lots of bright colours, lots of water, hot, you know, different textures, different, different, you know, hot and cold water, the falling off things, splashing into the water. Loads of physical stimulation, yeah. which you know I might enjoy more than Nick, maybe because I'm quite into my outdoorsy stuff. In fact, I've done canyoning and caving and various things like that where it's like that but for for adults where there is a bit more of a risk of death if you get it seriously wrong so um so yeah maybe it's just that you're it's something that you kind kind of like so i mean i so this 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 idea of organized fun and it being a terrible idea and just not going to work i take issue with because what is a board game other than a set of a, a framework in which you very organized fun. Very, very stringently organized fun. It's, and in a, the same it's, way, it's a very good challenge. In a, yeah. in, in a similar way that, you know, going to the theater, there's a certain etiquette about being in the theater. That you know what you're going to see, probably. You know what the play's about, otherwise you wouldn't have chosen it. Um, you probably even know how it ends, if it's a classic. So, the, and that's, so there's very strict rules about the structure, about going to the theater or going to the cinema. Mm. So it's it's the same it's the same but different. It's the same you still structured way of having fun, organized, delivered to you on a plate. But yeah, you'll probably enjoy that if you like the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I think is is there a difference between fun and enjoyment? I want to just throw that out. Now I I think I think perhaps and perhaps I'm confused here because I think the things that I enjoy are things that I enjoy rather than necessarily things that where I'm having fun, right? I have a feeling that fun has to be sort of, um, uh, has to be undirected in a way. Fun has to be intrinsically sort of, possibly even uh, spontaneous and unplanned. So you know how if you go on a stag do, mm. it, the night before, it's always the first night you get there, the night before any of the planned stuff happens, that is always the magic night where the where the real fun happens because stuff happens that you you're not thinking you're not you know all the right people are there but you don't have an agenda you're all just doing stuff because it seems like the right thing to do that's definitely more fun than the stuff where you're told right now we're going to this you know belly dancing club and now we're going to go to this yeah we've got this brilliant nightclub now and then we're going to see a burlesque show and then we're going to do some dwarf tossing or whatever you know it's like okay on to the next bit of a bit of fun it's never fun so I, I, so I, I, I'm not sure whether whether I, you know, enjoyment, whether enjoyment and fun are are the same. Uh, I would say that theatre is more of an enjoyment thing rather than a fun thing. I wouldn't say that you go to a theatre to have fun. Sure. Um, okay. So, so well, I hadn't I hadn't considered that distinction before, um, but I think it's, in, it's worth exploring. I think. So so well can we separate it out? I mean I think that's a fair one that the theater is more about enjoyment than fun. You could maybe say something similar with films. Uh, and I think board I, games actually. I think possibly possibly the enjoyment is playing the board game. The fun is doing the things in the board game. Which yeah, look, be- I don't know if this is um relevant, but one thing that I notice is I do a lot of camera interviews where I'm behind the camera. And in, invariably, the bits that I always and it tends to be often I do a, a set of questions, um, and I'll be interviewing a, a number of different people and asking the same questions. It's like kind of a survey format, but invariably for the finished film, um, what I use most in the final cut um, is the stuff that was in theory or the people thought was off camera, um, and that always elicits you know that that's where you get the best material from. Those, so to bring it back around, those are, even if the questions are designed to elicit um, an interesting or, or fun response, 
the best, funniest moments uh, are those that are not, or not not even scripted, but are not planned. Yeah, so and I think it's, it's that spontaneity. I that, think it's the goal. Di- for me, there's a goal directedness. Like if it's a bit like management away days, where you think, well, we're supposed to be, you know, we're, we're doing this. We're all supposed to be kind of having fun here. We're not working anymore. We're having fun, but you're not because you know that actually there's a purpose. And if there's a purpose, it starts to not be fun anymore. And I feel like that the if if you're doing mm. and I think that's partly my problem with organised fun, and particularly with sort of paying for leisure, you know, for fun, is that you know that the people who are providing it, they don't want to have fun, they want to make money, and somehow that detracts from it. I think it finds its extreme Ballardian expression uh, in you know the airport sort of departure lounge, which I, I also had the misery of uh, experiencing, where you know it, it's sort of well we're going to put on. All of these wonderful shops and things that you like, all of these great restaurants that you people like, but actually it just feels more like you're in a zoo or an episode of The Twilight Zone or something. You know, it's like, <laughs> ah, Truman we, Show. we put this shiny cabinet here full of trinkets for you to entertain yourself with. And you think, uh, no, this is horrible. Um, yeah, and I, so I think, that's, I think that's it. I think the, it, it, perhaps, perhaps fun is a sliding scale, but definitely when you get towards the, right, we are really going to have fun for a purpose. Because having fun is the point, and you're gonna—that's when it's definitely not yeah. not being. So fun. I'm, I'm still quite—I'm still slightly confused about the distinction. Because say you're on this this company away day, and it's say say it's something you like actually like doing. Say it was a company away day playing a mega game or something, Nick. You would probably enjoy it, wouldn't you? Yeah. But would you have fun? Well, again, I. Maybe the problem is I don't really know what fun is anymore. <laughs> yeah, maybe I stopped I mean, having fun when I was cause ten. Because I'm, been... I'm now I've now got a conflict. It's like, well, all these things that I do and I enjoy are any of them actually fun? And if I do have fun, what does it look like? Is it fun when I'm, ta- you know, I've just for some reason I'm, I'm having to t- I'm taking a friend's dog for a walk and I get playing with the dog and it's that's completely unstructured and it's just me messing around in the park with the dog. Is that is that what fun is or is Fun also me going to the theatre and enjoying the show. This is such an Aleph Insight <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what is it? You know, yeah, because I, I do find myself sometimes thinking, oh, hang on a minute, I'm enjoying this. And then it sort of starts to starts to ruin it a bit, the fact that I'm conscious <laughs> of enjoying something. Um, but um, That really yeah. is, that really is moany old man. I yeah. think there is, it, it turns out that fun is really good for you, right? So uh, apparently optimistic, fun-loving people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Before, just, just. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to that. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm taking a slight detail. I'm just trying to think here. Um, I'm just wondering if fun is more of a chemical thing than enjoyment. So, if fun for, to me, it sort of sounds like an emotional thing, like joy, joyousness. Uh, yeah, and that, and that well, that, in, that might fit with the the physiology actually. So, yeah. I did a little a bit of reading on the physiology. So, what happens when you're stimulated is that your brain attempts to match those stimuli with previous experience and memory that you've got. Uh, and, and where it finds a match, then you're well prepared to to react in a certain way. So you've you've kind of done it before, or you've rehearsed it before, or you've thought about it before. Where you where where it's a new novel thing, and you haven't got any good matches, that that stimulates uh, within the um, within the brain uh, the release of dopamine, which is the drug associated often with enjoyment and uh, with um, uh, having a good time. Because the dopamine strongly stimulates the amygdala, which is the emotional response part of the brain. So uh, that's why when something different happens, you can be very, very shocked or you can be very, very pleasantly surprised. Uh, and that helps you kind of 
that helps make the brain work harder and come up with a solution to the, the problem or to, to sort of benefit from the information you're getting. So it's that, that's sort of part of it. So it's the novelty of the situation that gives you that emotional response. So maybe that's what the distinction between enjoyment and fun is. So enjoyment um, is more on the end of the spectrum where you've seen something like it before, so you kind of know what to expect. You were willing to have a bit of challenge, but it's you, you want to just listen to that same old Wagner piece again. Mm. Whereas fun is very spontaneous and, and surprising, but in a, in a kind of safe, positive way. And that's where the, the maybe it's sort of different ends of that sort of spectrum. Yeah, I think this is this spontaneity thing. I think it seems feels very important to me. Yeah. And um, but as I said, I think there's also this. It's, it, there's got to be. Um, it can't be interfered with by a goal. And I think that's maybe that's just the restating that it has to be spontaneous. Um, but you know, take the example of like a friendly kickabout in the park versus a, a cup game where you know it's there's something on the line and and something important has to happen um and i think you know if you have um if you if you have a sense that there there ought to be something that you're doing you know and the fun isn't what you should be doing at the moment or you know that the thing might be going wrong if you're thinking well are we having fun in the right way to achieve what we want to achieve i think that's when it starts to get starts to get problematic um it starts to stop being fun, but yeah. Or? So there's the and and I think there's this this issue about um about sort of fun and uh and stress, which is they seem to be sort of in some ways uh stress stress or at least the consciousness that there's something you ought to be doing really gets in the way of fun, and uh, apparently fun is also fun is good for you possibly for related reasons. So um, apparently fun fun loving people, optimistic fun loving people live. Supposedly, I don't know how they measure how optimistic and fun-loving someone is, but supposedly live seven and a half years longer than than um, than misery guts is. Uh, and apparently, people who don't have fun, uh, well, it's linked to criminality and obesity and a lack of creativity. Uh, again, I would not put too much store in any of these so-called findings, but I don't know. There's something about it rings true. And I personally, um, you know, if I don't schedule unallocated time then I go nuts, you know, eventually. If I've had, you know, even if they're fun things. So my partner's always saying, well, what are you moaning about not having free time? Last night you went for a drink with so-and-so and, you know, you played a board game the day before that. And, you know, the day before that we went for a walk and then we went out to, for a restaurant. They're all fun. They're all great fun things. But actually, I, I don't feel like that uh, unless I have some time where it says, you know, typically Friday night or something where I go, right, nothing's in the diary nothing is going to happen that's when i actually really can relax and have fun and what would that be well typically watching some crap on the telly play, playing a game but the key thing is that it's not scheduled okay this is really the narrow key thing it doesn't sound be, fun at all to me now the key thing would be that it's not like look if i've said right we're gonna you know we're gonna set aside this time this three hour block and we're gonna have fun that would be very unfun you know that's the that's the, the balancing act. You've got to, you, as soon as you start I to plan it too much. I don't know. No, it's 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 like the difference between you know. To me, it feels like the difference between Saturday morning and su- Sunday evening. It's that sort of difference. It's sort of look things you've got things you need to do. Um, I want to so say, look. Do you think it's more difficult to have fun as you get older? Going back to one of the things we talked about is maybe we talked about enjoyment and it's sort of mm. I think we talked about how it's things that your brain recognizes, whereas something new. Um, then that's fun. Well, it's difficult to have more to yeah, have, continue be, to have new experiences as you get older. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's probably there's probably something in that because uh, so, yeah, if you're a sort of well-traveled, worldly person, you've seen it all before. There's 
little surprise in the world, then you'd be you, you, it's harder to challenge yourself. Uh, but I think the probably the driving factor as you get older is just you end up having more responsibility. So you have, as Nick's got, less and less unstructured time just to do stuff. Um, but I but I I hold out hope that it is possible to engineer the framework for fun. So. Um, and, I, and this is what a very Dis- piece of solution. And this is what Disneyland is, and things are, are trying to do: is lay a framework in which it's a safe environment you people can have playful fun. Um, Disneyland's not my thing, but I do a similar sort of thing. If I plan a trip, cycling or hiking for a weekend uh, or for a few for a week or so, there's there's beyond being there with certain people at a certain time. There's not a great deal of much planning that goes on. And it's spontaneous within that kind of framework, um, to a degree. There's obviously got a bit, a bit of planning, so you've got to make sure you've got food and bicycles and everything else. So, but that's all just sort of planning to lay a, uh, a, create an environment in which fun can occur. The tablecloth on which the delicious meal of fun can be served. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think there is again. I th- and it seems to me actually, the more we've discussed this, the less sure I am now about about exactly what fun is. I, I'm beginning to feel that the elusive nature of fun is is intrinsic. It's like a will o' the wisp. You know that actually, if you are trying to pin it down, if you were to say using a using a Peter designed framework, I've discovered that fun always happens when I have these four conditions and I'm going to make sure I've got them. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to go around and check. Here's my checklist of things I need to do to have fun. I feel like then the fun would cease. Um, no, I think this, this issue about sort of be, be giving yourself the space, like not having... I, I don't know if you, uh, if you guys read Wait But Why. That It's a very, very infrequent but really good blog by a guy called Tim Urban. And he, he, he's got the one very good post, very long post about uh, procrastination. And... Um, and he talks about this dark playground, which is what you do when you're procrastinating. And it's, you know, you're playing a, playing a computer game or doing the crossword or, or you know, maybe playing the piano or doing or having an afternoon nap. Normally things which would be fun, but because you have hanging over you this, this, this gloom of there is something you ought to be doing. They're completely and utterly soured. There's, you can't have fun yeah, because yeah. of the fact that something is getting in the way. So I feel like that it, it's, it is that space. You've got to have that space. You've got to not feel like something is getting in the way. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, okay, we're going to start having fun now, guys, but we've only got 10 minutes. Mm. Well, you couldn't do it. Couldn't mm, be done. Mm, mm. Uh, we need to draw things to a close there. But, but before we do, I've got two questions for you. Yeah. First one is... Was this fun? <laughs> are you having fun now? No. Do you... Of course you are. Of course you're having you fun are. now. Um, fun now. Absolutely. You're having fun yet? Rate how much fun you're having on this naught <laughs> to ten scale. Um, yeah. Are you? The first question is: Is do you think? Not that you're a fun person, but do you think people think you are a fun person? That's my first question. I've got a second one, which I'll reveal in a moment. But um, do you no, think, I think people realize that i'm a doer scott yeah <laughs> i don't think people think you're a fun person thanks. i don't think you're a fun person <laughs> thanks, for con- thanks for confirming that you could have you could have just lied peter there. is peter's a good for but actually he's a good fun he's he no, actually peter is. is a good he's a good uh he's a good wingman if you want to have fun he's not necessarily going to generate the fun but he'll certainly take part in it and make it more fun if he's there <laughs> He's like a fun catalyst. A, f- a fun amplifier. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, do you think people think you're fun? I think people see me as a bit of an agent. People see me, a, I think, a bit unfairly as an, as an agent of, of fun. 
right? I think because and, and the reason that I say this is I know that a lot of people um, have to have to sort of make excuses to their wives and partners when they're going to spend any time with me because they see me as a bad influence. Oh, really? I'm often seen as a bad influence, not by people who've met me, okay. right? Um, because I think when I when I see people. I'm probably more intensely engaged in some kind of activity, be it drinking or board gaming or, you know, doing music or something quite, you know, and I'm going to do it hard, whatever it is. And I think people assume I'm like that all the time. Now, I'm totally not. Like at home, I'm I'm really much more of a, you know, I'd much rather just lie on the sofa and read something. Um, but, uh, But when people see me in public, they often think I'm, you know, perhaps more more of a more of a wild child a than I am I don't know I don't know if that's now you can tell me that that's completely I'm wrong. not sure if that's an accurate projection of perception I know it's not true yeah but I know I'm that you, this is how people no, but I don't think people necessarily do think of you like that I, I don't know what do you think Peter about Nick whether people think he's fun. I know I, I can see that actually I can see I, I can see that because people sort of often in relations when we go into the meeting at the pub or going to have board gaming the 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 conversation is oh I've managed to get a leave pass is that kind of right. that kind of it's obviously there been a difficult conversation but th- that might just be because every, you know people of a certain age that's how things happen you know you have to book your time carefully um, well, what, your your missus uh, she she knows me yeah I think she just thinks um, I think actually my perception of how people might think of you would be interesting and funny. And intelligent, um, but basically not fun. But not necessarily fun. Mm, maybe that's. I think you maybe you're right. Yeah. And what about the perception of me? Do you think people think I'm fun? No, you're tedious, Fraser. <laughs> it's a yawn fest. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. I, I, was, I think I, I would that... say. See, I think you're you are actually a bit of a trickster in life. You see, you like to do things that are that are spontaneous. You you check off the criteria for what f- fun. You're willing to give things a go. Yeah. You'll you'll give it a go. You'll do stuff. You know, just just because it's there. So I think that's. I think it's true. Even though I don't think that's your personality necessarily gives that off. People might think you were quite sort of uh, sensible and conservative until they get to know you. Uh, hey, here's here's a question. If there was a unit of fun, what would it be called? It's called a funit. I I would call it a giggle. It's got to be a giggle of fun. Uh, yeah. Well, then you could have a giggle giggle. A giga giggle, yeah. yeah. Be like lots of fun. Okay, I just stopped having any giga giggles right now. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you, um, as always, listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast. I'm Fraser McGrew. I've been here with Peter Coghill and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. Thank you until next time. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.